Hello there, I'm Lisa Capallo. Welcome to Members Spotlight. This is where WCTV invites longstanding members to come in and talk about their experiences and share a little bit about their involvement with WCTV. So today I have with us someone you probably all will recognize. It is Chris Neville. Hi, Lisa. Welcome, Chris. I'm good. So thank you for coming in and spending some time with us. I know you're a very busy guy, and you've actually been involved with WCTV for a really long time. I think I started back in about 1994, 1995. My son, Sean, was active at the old cable studio at the old Swain School cellar. And, uh, you know, we would bring him down on a pretty regular basis. He enjoyed the opportunities there. And then the former director, Ruth Kennedy, uh, Ruth Durkee at the time, uh, she wanted to know if I'd be interested in trying to get a program together uh, back in the mid-'90s, regarding the police department. And, you know, I had to give it some thought for a while. But after a while, you know, there were there was a template from other cities that were doing it. And I, I decided to run with it. And it became very successful for the two or two and a half years that I was able to do it regularly. Right. I know about that program. And I'm surprised you agreed to do it because I know that you're a very particular person. And of course, I love that about you. So how did you parlay what you did as a police officer into hosting? Well, what I made sure I did is when I invited people to come on to do interviews, we tried to block, you know, break it up into a lot of segments like regular TV programming, uh, 15 minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time. Uh, we'd usually do a couple of interviews during the program. People that I worked with on a regular basis but who also had a specialty. In some cases, I, I had one uh, officer that came in that handled the canine. In fact, we did that a couple of times with a couple of different canine officers. And, you know, people are fascinated with animals, and that program pretty much took care of itself. Uh, it did a lot of question and answers of uh, the drug problem, juvenile issues, uh, just generally different laws. So it, it was a well-rounded program. I got a lot of positive feedback around the community, but it got to the point where it was very time-consuming because right. uh, obviously, uh, you know, you're working – you know, 40 at the time, you know, 48, 56 hours a week, and then you're right. trying to put a program together. And so, raise a family, too. Yeah, and, and my sure. son, Sean, helped me out, too. You know, he did a lot of the uh, the production work on it, and, you know, there were, there were gaffes at times, a lot of uh, bloopers that we would save the tapes. We still have some of those around. But, uh, you know, when he went away to school, I had to cut back a little bit because I didn't have anybody to sit and babysit me. Okay. Now, you said before we begin that you're always in, you're always comfortable in front of the mic. Were you always that way? Or when you first initially began with WCTV, did you kind of need to overcome some things? Well, I was very shy in high school. A lot of people don't believe that. Uh, it wasn't until I get into college and did some public speaking that uh, I became more comfortable standing in front of people. And then, you know, my profession as a police officer, I started here in 1978 in Wilmington. And, you know, as part of the nature of that job, you have to testify in court. Right. And you want to make it sound like you know what you're talking about and you're comfortable with the the, uh, prosecution that you're putting forth. So when you get used to talking in front of judges and attorneys and a jury, things like that, you know, some people never adapt to it. But I felt as long as you're telling the truth and you're being... Um, you know, appropriately uh, responsive to the questions, you know, you do your job. And I think that's served me well over the years. Excellent. And you think being with WCTV helped with some of that? Absolutely. I think the more you do it, the better you get at it. Right. And, you know, when I first got on TV, I mean, everybody makes mistakes, and that's what the edit, uh, edit bay was for. But 
you know, once you get in front of a camera and get under the lights, once you feel comfortable in front of people or cameras, it, it all comes kind of naturally. It really you, does. Yeah. yeah it takes I mean, you, some time. you've done it for years Long yourself. Long time. So. Yeah. And I wasn't yeah. comfortable in the beginning either. Yeah. And you never really are 100% comfortable, but as much as you can be under the circumstances. So not only were you doing your own show, you also have been part of our board of directors. And at one time, you were the president. So can you talk to folks a little bit about volunteering for the board and what that's like in case they'd like to get involved? Well, I know I was on the board probably late 90s, uh, early 2000s. I, I think I spent 10, 12, 14 years on the board, maybe longer than that. Um, you know, it's it's just a committee made up of individuals from Wilmington, some of whom just want to spend some time trying to make their local cable access station uh, more appropriate to what the community's looking for. I mean, as you know, you were back there in the old days at sure. the Swain School when it was a cellar and it flooded regularly. And, you know, the equipment, the old VHS days, there, there was a lot of challenges to try to put together a good product. And I can remember trying to edit things in the old edit bay, you know, in 20 or 30, whatever the uh, the amount of frames per second. And I, I struggled with it. Uh, right now, the technology is so easy to use. And, you know, the they're always bringing new equipment in here, the cameras, the, uh, the digital video and all the edit bays. It makes it so much easier than it was 15 or 20 years ago. So, you know, I, initially it was to help the board out. Uh, and then I think I just became kind of a voice of reason with my fellow board members, everybody, you try to get a, a, a different slice of the community from different aspects, and it worked out very well. We had business people, we've had accountants, we've had lawyers, you know, people that are well-rounded, hopefully to make Wilmington Community Television a more well-rounded operation. Right. Now, your son, Sean, who is our executive director, as we all know, uh, went through the program at WCTV, the youth program. So as a parent, can we shift gears a little bit and talk about how you feel WCTV at that time and now helped Sean to get where he is and can help other kids if parents are listening and they want their kids to get involved? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. When Sean got involved at WCTV back in the old days, I mean, I think it probably took a year or so before I fully realized, you know, how much he was getting out of it. He would do the uh, high school, the recreation basketball games that he would call the game with his friends. He'd play a game himself, and then he'd call a game with friends. Um, and I, I saw the passion that he had because he was very techni- very technically oriented, and then he started his own talk show. I'm sure a lot of people around town still remember it, Sideline Sports, and he had kids that he was in not only middle school with but high school with that followed him five or six years, they'd have one or two programs a month, talk about uh, all the recent sports activity in Boston especially. And then um, you know, he went on to school at Syracuse University where he, mar- he, uh, man- yeah, he majored in broadcast journalism. And I-, I remember that when we first went to the orientation the first day, they said, well, once your child is uh, due to graduate from college, you can expect that they'll be making about $22,000 a year. <laughs> and my wife and I gagged because at that time the tuition was about forty thousand right. uh, with room and board, and this goes back to two thousand, yeah, two thousand, and it's so much higher than that now. But you, you realize, you know, that people, if you have a um, a talent for it, and he had a choice between going onto the on-air talent or going in the production part of it, and he he chose the production part of it. But not that he's shy in front of a camera either; he's pretty good at it. But you know, it certainly WCTV. WCTV built the foundation for him to go on to school because he already 
felt comfortable in front of a camera, in front of a microphone, and he, he became pretty good at what he did. Uh, he worked in Washington after he graduated. He was up in Plattsburgh, New York. He worked for quite a while up in Manchester, New Hampshire. And so these are all opportunities that come to kids who, you know, they experience these things before they even get out of high school. Right. I know you have some interns that are working here that do a fabulous job, you know, especially right. it's Joe amazing and, the work they put and Cam. And, you know, some of these kids have been active here for three or four years. You've got the Saturday program that Kaylee runs, you know. You don't really know what you know or what you like until you experience That's it. And true. some of these kids have really gotten into it. Uh, I know John Semino and Steve Valenti have been here with Kaylee for quite a few years sure. now helping out with the, the kids' program. And they went through the programs themselves. Exactly, you know. So. And they also, some of them got some scholarship money over the years from WCTV and other people. So, you know, they're... They stayed in the field. Um, some of them have made careers out of it. And, awesome. um, you know, it, if, if the opportunity's there and it's free, I don't see why, why you wouldn't not? take advantage of it. Why not of try it. it out? It may not be for you, but you may find a secret passion that you didn't even know you had. Right. And, uh, and again, we, we talk about, you know, editing and, um, you know, whether it be live productions, but some of the kids might be involved in movies. I know we had one kid, one uh, girl quite a few years ago, she got into production design. Right. You know, because you see what what is here, and you say, oh, I think I can do better than that. Right, and, you know, the capability to make graphics. There's there's really something for everyone here, and I do sometimes feel like we're a hidden gem, and that's part of why we do Member Spotlight, so we can focus on all of that. So I do want to just touch on a couple more things before we let you go off to your universe. You like to cover sports. I know Mm -hmm. you've done a lot of sports coverage and also some work with concerts. Can you tell folks about why you like to volunteer for those two particular events? And they're very different. They're very different, but it's all part of the production of uh, showcasing young people from Wilmington, which uh, I'm somewhat passionate about. Uh, it's a funny story. You know, back when I was in high school, I didn't know which direction I was going to go into. And I thought about sports broadcasting because really? I was a sports fan back, you know, in, back in the 50s and 60s, late 50s, right through the 60s. And I, I thought, boy, I'd love to be able to call the Red Sox game or the Bruins game, things like that. Right. And I didn't have the confidence at the time. And maybe I'd be on a different track if, if I and did. availability, too. Where were you going to get the kind of training for that in those days? I right. don't know. There was obviously no cable to. television, and I didn't feel comfortable in front of people. But, you know, as, um, as time went on, I, I realized that, you know, probably getting involved in the Behind the Badge program back in the 90s, uh, I realized you know, that I enjoyed getting involved and, in, you know, talking to people and getting positive feedback, which right. is, you know— you know, anytime you get positive feedback on something, you feel good about yourself. True. So then I um, parlayed that into, you know, the band, the music program here in Wilmington has been very strong. Barbara Meddy's led it for over 30, 35 years or what have you. My kids were all in the program. So I wanted to showcase. I was doing it when they were in school, uh, you know, doing a lot of one-camera shoots, that, right. if you remember. And, um, you know, not everybody is a, you know, accomplished musician, but... When together, when they work together, they put out some pretty good music at the right. high school and, and beyond. And so I, I've been involved in that for quite a few years. Uh, one of the highlights of doing the concerts for me was when uh, the class, I think it was 2012 or thereabouts, uh, commissioned a, a song in honor uh, to, of Bob Rometty, the band right. director. And, you know, they, they performed it the first and only time, and she didn't know it was coming. And to be there and to be able to capture that moment... And right. it, they did a nice job with alumni from going back 20, 25, 30 years in some cases. I mean, that was a very emotional moment for a lot of people, and especially for her. 
So it, it felt good to be able to capture that moment. And then, you know, the, the sports, uh, I mean, some athletics in Wilmington have been very successful for many years, but others have been lacking, uh, lacking in numbers, lacking in uh, success. And then this year we decided, Adam uh, Dusenberry, you know, he decided he wanted to try to start capturing a lot more sports activity, and he's put a lot of effort and time, right. uh, a lot of equipment purchases into it. And I decided to give it a go last year, and fortunately it was one of those situations where the football team did an incredible job getting into the playoffs. It actually made being tied up on Friday night fun. Uh, there's a lot of other things I'd much rather do on a sure. Friday night, but this uh, worked out very well. The, the team had a great year. Uh, Coach Turner did a great job. It's very accessible, you know, f- not only for myself and Adam, but just all throughout the year he was very, very helpful. And we've kind of you know, brought that around um, to the other high school sports, especially during the winter and fall. We covered a very successful basketball and hockey team uh, on the girls' side as well, the basketball team. Uh, we're doing a lot of spring sports as well. The problem with is, well, it's probably not obvious to everybody, but this is all being done largely by volunteers. Right. And a lot of volunteers work during the daytime. Correct. So we need <laughs> other volunteers, whether it be students, retired individuals, People with time on their hands that can take some time, and it does takes very little effort to move a camera back and forth to follow action on a on a football field or a hockey rink or a basketball court. Uh, it takes some talent to be able to accurately describe a baseball game and make it interesting to people. We all know that baseball can be kind of dry, but we did some, we've done some softball games as well. I know they've been trying to get a lacrosse game or two in, but the weather hasn't been very conducive for it. So. I mean, if you get out and you enjoy this kind of programming, it, we can always use more help because not everybody's always available to do the production. And, you know, you might have one or two people available, but if you don't have a, a, enough people on a crew, there's really no point in doing it because it's, it's going to look like it was unprepared. Right. And there is room for everyone. If you don't like behind camera, you can edit. If you don't like editing, you can do anything really you want. We have a podcast studio. We really have so right. much available. So what would you say in closing to someone that might be listening that's thinking they might want to get involved with WCTV well, or their certain, children? Certainly, you know, if you have children that might have an inclination, you know, the technology here is great. And, you know, kid will know very quickly, probably within two or three or four visits, whether or not this is for them. It's not for everybody. If you're not technically minded, you might not be able to pick up on it. But if you like sports, this might be exactly the place for you. Uh, if from the perspective of people that are a little bit older, you know, as, as we get older, sometimes, not always, but sometimes we have more time on our hands. We're looking for things to do. Right. Uh, it could be volunteering at the senior center. It could be volunteering in the schools. You know, here's another place where you can volunteer. There are People here, uh, not a big staff, as you know, right. uh, not too many full-timers and not too many part-timers. So anytime you can get extra help to cover some of these events, like the upcoming, you know, the town meeting that's coming up next week as we right. speak, right. Uh, last week's town elections, you know, that takes a little bit of work, all the selectmen's meetings and the school committee meetings and, and all the athletic events that were never covered before. You know, we have the capability to do that now. We have a capability to go live. As you know, on a lot of this programming, uh, the town is wired pretty well for cable, and the, the, the studio has invested a lot of money into getting some of this programming live. There's a concert coming up tomorrow night as we speak. It's going to, I think, still plan to go out live to the community. Yes. You know, and, you know, that if if the availability and the opportunity is there and you want to showcase your community, 
I think you're foolhardy if you don't try to take advantage of it. Couldn't have said it any better myself. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chris Neville, for being with us. And thank you for listening. This has been Members Spotlight. If you'd like to get involved with WCTV, you can look at us on WCTV.org, or you can also call us at 978-657-4066. You can also visit us on Facebook at WCTV.org as well. Thanks so much, and we'll be with you again soon.